You're watching the WMUF Halloween Special. Welcome to the party. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for coming back to visit me for episode four of Every Day is Halloween. I'm your horror host, Horror Guy Keenan, uh, and I'm pretty excited about this episode. Uh, the last two episodes have been very uh, interview heavy, uh, and I kind of want to bring it, things back around to episode one, where it's just kind of a lot of fun since the October season is pretty much nigh, and uh, I think we're all pretty due for uh, some good horror hits. So without further ado, let's just kick it off with a little little abs family. I'll teach you to dance. You? Grandma taught me. She's a great dancer. Uh. Really, I'll have you dancing in no time. Now smile. <laughs> Morticia, Consolidated Fuzz just hit 212. I sold it for six. Saved all that tax. Brilliant. Darling, I want you to know that Wednesday's taught Lurch how to dance. Capital. She wants us to come and see right now. Of course. I knew Lurch would pick it up quickly. He's such a nimble one. The Creep Show Halloween. Bonfires burning bright, pumpkin faces in the night. I remember Halloween dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead are out in droves. I remember Halloween.
Boo! I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was the Creep Show with Halloween. Uh, not on any of their albums. It's just kind of a single that they released uh, before they got their new singer, their third singer in the band. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed that one. There'll be a few more of those to come within the months. Uh, but for right now, let's go into some news real quick. Uh, Fargo showrunner Noah Hawley uh, will be writing a script for one of the Universal Monster movies. Uh, I guess Universal's trying to breathe new life into their undead franchise of the monsters. They kind of did it with Van Helsing, which was kind of a flop. And then they merely, uh, I guess before that, they released the Mummy movies, which was kind of a direction they were going. Uh, but it kind of stayed more of the family-friendly, I guess, genre for that movie. And they, they kind of got some hits and miss, I guess. The, the one, the most recently one that we've seen uh, was The Wolfman, uh, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, but it still hasn't started that black-and-white classic resurgence of the Universal Monsters. Um, but right now, all we know is Billy Ray and John Spatz are penning uh, the script for Alex Kurtzman's uh, The Mummy. The Mummy would be probably the first film in these new uh, Universal Black and White franchise. I don't know if the films will be Black and White or not, uh, but they have already started working on The Mummy. Uh, So this new one that the showrunner from Fargo will be working on that kind of leaves Frankenstein uh, or The Creature from the Black Lagoon, or they might go kind of a little... Uh, a little off to the left, they, they could do um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Fan of the Opera, The Invisible Man, uh, or even Bride of Frankenstein, who knows? Uh, but it's it's really cool that these characters, these monsters, are getting uh, life put back in them, so that would be great to see. But until then, uh, 20th Century Fox looks like they're kind of beating them to the punch with uh, a different kind of mummy movie called The Pyramid. It has been called The Curse of the Pharaohs. Vengeance against adventurers who disturbed the sacred tombs of the pyramids. 1699, a Polish ship carrying two mummies is haunted by spectral visions and brutal storms. 1803, four expedition members enter Khafra's pyramid, never to emerge. 1922, Tutankhamun's tomb is opened, and a series of horrifying deaths befall the excavation team. For the next 91 years, no other tombs are disturbed. Tell them not to open it up yet. Tell them to hold off. Until now. What happened to them? Toxic air. Usually found in caves, tombs, structures that have been sealed off. As you can see, the pyramid behind me has only three sides. Not four like the Giza pyramids. Look at the size of that thing. He's saying we can't go in there. This is the find of the century. You're crazy if you think I'm not going in there. Stay close and don't touch anything. Look at this. What is that? These carvings tell a story. This is a warning. Warning for what? What is happening? We have to back out of here one at a time. Oh my god. It's a labyrinth built with the purpose of keeping whatever is inside from escaping. Did you guys hear that? Me. 
Pyramid is scheduled to be released December 5th of this year, so look for that. Let's delve into what's coming out in theaters for this Halloween. Kevin Smith's uh, comedy horror movie Tusk is out now. It stars Justin Long and Haley Joe Osmond. Stories about a guy who goes around and interviews crazy people for his podcast. Ah, uh, doesn't seem that, that all familiar. And meets the wrong guy and possibly gets turned into a walrus. Annabelle's out October 3rd, the prequel to the Conjuring film. Dracula Untold from Universal Pictures is out October 10th. The remake of The Town That Dreaded Sundown is out October 16th in select theaters. Ouija, based off the Milton Bradley board game, is out October 24th. And Eduardo Sanchez's Bigfoot film, Exits, comes out October 24th. Uh, this one looks a little bit better than Willow Creek, because Willow Creek was a pretty weak, weak Bigfoot film. And last but not least, but ABC's of Death 2 is released on Halloween. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Me too. Now for what's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, the Leprechaun Collection and Leprechaun Origins is out September 30th. Uh, Rick and Morty, the complete first season, is out October 7th. And it might not be a little horror, but if they have jokes like Cronenbergian, that's pretty inside for me, and I dig the hell out of that. Uh, the Devil Incarnate, also out on the 7th. Hemlock Grove, first season, uh, out on the 7th. Sharknado 2, if you're into that kind of thing, out on the 7th. Prophecy Collection, that's gonna be pretty cool, out on the 7th. Uh, American Horror Story Coven, also out on the 7th. Bates Motel Season 2, out on the 7th. Venom, out on the 7th. And then there's One of the Dead is out on the 14th, along with Fargo Season 1, Hallow's Eve, Penny Dreadful Season 1, and Dracula Season 1. So yeah, not much to say about the, uh, the horror coming out in October. Uh, I guess it's pretty much what you get in the months beforehand. Uh, we got some pretty cool releases like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 40th Anniversary Collector's Edition. Uh, this thing is great. It's from uh, Dark Skies Films. And they released a box set that was like a Mack truck. It's technically called the Black Maria release. Uh, and it comes with a Leatherface apron, theatrical mini poster, five audio options, four feature commentaries from filmmakers and cast, several making of features, and... Um, deleted scenes outtakes bloopers trailers all that fun stuff um but honestly you can get all that stuff minus the cardboard truck and apron uh in the regular 40th anniversary collector's edition which is much less um this thing's great comes with a dvd blu-ray of each uh i checked this thing out i've never seen the film look so crisp and clear in my life um that was my problem i mean it was kind of cool having that that worn look to it uh, as a kid, because every time I would go rent it from uh, the video store, you know, thousands of people would watch a film over and over, and it would get the film kind of dilapidated, and uh, you could tell where people started fast-forwarding or pausing because the, the film was all messed up there. Um, but there's great, uh, there's just awesome featurettes on this thing um, with commentary with uh, Marilyn Burns, who just recently passed, so it's really nice to have something like this to commemorate her... Uh, one of her major legacy roles ever. That was one of her best. So definitely check out the 40th anniversary from Dark Skies. Uh, it's out now, along with, drumroll please,
3D, May 16th. Man, I have been waiting for this Blu-ray. I am the biggest Godzilla fan, so I was super stoked to get this uh, from Warner Brothers Pictures. Um, I love the movie in theaters. Uh, a lot of people complain that Godzilla wasn't in enough. I can see why your complaints are there. Uh, but it follows the structure of the original film very well. Now, granted, for our viewing pleasures these days, uh, our attention spans aren't as, you know, as quick. And so we have to, we have to have a lot in the face. Uh, and I think that was the problem with the 90s Godzilla. It was too much Godzilla just running around and it, it bored people after a while. So that I feel like Warner kind of tried to change things up with this and do it a little different. And I think it worked out really well for a first film. Um, you know, with the second one coming out soon, uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more monsters, but it was a good story to build on in this first one, the good origin story of Godzilla. Um, this thing's packaged with a Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD copy. Um, for the special features, it's a little lacking because I don't feel the studios really care too much about special features anymore, especially since everything's going to digital these days. Uh, so we don't have a lot of hard copies of things much, but the stuff that does come out in hard copy, I feel like it should get more uh, attention, more love. Uh, but it's still a new movie, so there's not really much to kind of piggyback off of. Uh, there's an Operation Lucky Dragon special feature, including the Monarch, the Muto file. And uh, these are just kind of like the, the things you saw in the film, the old fil- dilapidated films and stuff like that that they show you. Um, just the full version of it. And the other one is the Godzilla Revelation uh and godzilla force of nature which is kind of just goes through and it tells you the backstory the history of godzilla and what garth gareth edwards wanted to do with this film and it's it's pretty cool it's it's a good look inside it at first i was really bummed when i saw there was only like four or five special features in this thing but the it's kind of like rob zombie's film for halloween and devil's rejects where you don't get many special features but there's a whole disc devoted to uh the making of kind of it, it, it's not as long it's not like a two hour feature like Rob Zombie's but it's it's a good like 30 minute feature right on Godzilla uh, if you want to know how all that got made check that out but uh, all in all it's a great Blu-ray uh, I would definitely pick it up if you're a Godzilla fan but I can definitely see them coming out with a, a combo pack when the second film comes out instantly so or who knows we're probably not even going to have hard copies in the future. It's all going to be digital on our iPads or on our computers. Uh, so, for the time being, pick up Godzilla just to have it. It's a great Blu-ray. They went to Cancun. We went to your brothers in Poughkeepsie. This Halloween, find Monster Game pieces in Pepsi products and Doritos brand tortilla chips. The right match can win you thousands of prizes up to a million dollars. Look for specially marked packages. It could change your life for good. You'll never take out the garbage. Play Pepsi Doritos Monster Match for Monster Money. The Ghastly Ones. Ghastly Stomp.
up, you pigs! Look, Ren, a trick-or-treater. He's come to visit us. Isn't he a cute little rascal? Happy Halloween! That's it! I quit! Look, fellas, I'm a ghost. I've been trying to scare you guys all through this picture. <laughs> but I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I couldn't even scare a paranoid schizophrenic. Aw, oh, come on, try again. We'll do better, I promise. Don't patronize me. It's no use. There's only one thing left to do. I'm gonna end it all. Sweet Lord, no! Are you crazy, man? You can't do that. Here, do this. Killer. Hey, I'll see you on the next shot. <laughs> Don't check your dial, folks. You didn't tune into Transylvania's public access station. No, sir. Tonight is Halloween. Halloween is Satan's night. The night of the devil. Reporter Frank Stewart has a special Halloween treat in store for viewers tonight. He'll be leading a group of paranormal experts to the infamous Weber House. Do you know what happened here in the Weber House? When people got killed, their son went haywire. Frank Stewart and his team of experts will conduct the first ever live on TV seance. Evil works in mysterious ways, Frank. It's unpredictable. Are there any spirits in the house? It's scary. That, that's far out. That far out. Something strange going on in this house. Animal mutilation. Paranormal disturbances. Devil worship. Wait, whoa, hold on. This is not stage. Hello? Is this the work of the devil? Folks, we are going where no camera crew has gone before. Father, perform the exorcism. This is not some Halloween prank. The grisly evidence of the supernatural is real. We'll be right back. You're watching the WMUF Halloween Special. I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, the WNUF Halloween special. Uh, I was able to get my hands on a copy of this, and I watched it about a year ago, and it's something that's kind of stuck with me uh, for a while now, and I've looked into it a lot and kind of just dug around to see what I could find on it. And uh, if you, for all you guys that don't know, the WNUF Halloween special is a VHS tape 
that's just been circling around. You can't go on Amazon.com to get it. It's just kind of a, a fan-made thing uh, with its certain own kind of um, its, own, its own audience. Uh, it's supposed to be a long-lost 1987 Halloween special that ran on a local news station. Uh, and it has everything. You're watching a VHS tape as if somebody had a copy of it and was just recording the news one day. So you have the news and the anchors are all dressed corny for Halloween. Uh, it goes to local commercials in your punk town and they're all really cheesy and bad. And even at times, whenever the commercials would repeat the next commercial break, uh, you see a fast forwarding, uh, scan go by as if, you know, someone's fast forwarding through all the boring junk to get back to the special. And, um, it's just really cool because it keeps you in anticipation for this ghost hunter thing that's going to happen. Uh, live on Halloween night where the host takes you in and has uh, some mediums uh, and then he goes to the house with them to you know, and you kind of know it's all kind of cheesy and retarded uh, but it's 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 the it's the labor and love that gets put into this uh, production which is really great and uh, the ending is uh, a little lackluster but it's not about the ending it's about the the whole production itself. Uh, and I loved it from beginning to end, honestly. Uh, it's hilarious. I can't really say much more than that. But uh, you can get it at alternativecinemas.com. And uh, they have a DVD copy there. Before, it was only on VHS. You could only find it on that. But I guess it's just been such high demand that, that they finally put it on DVD. Uh, the commentary is really great. Uh, the creator, he talks non-stop throughout the entire thing about the process uh and uh there's a trailer for the film on there and uh definitely check this one out if you can get your hands on it if you're a kid of the 80s like me you'll definitely appreciate it and here's rob zombie and jeff daniel phillips to tell you a little bit about how you can help make the movie 31 possible hello this is a special edition of Eugene's Entertainment. Ah, I screwed that up. Hello, this is Eugene with the Eugene's Entertainment Report, a special edition where I'm honored to interview our next guest, Mr. Rob Zombie. He's going to tell us about his next film, 31. Okay, I'm rolling. So... Rob, why don't you tell us about your film project, 31? All right. Well, 31 is the next film that I will be doing, and it concerns two factors that I came to realize. Okay, so Rob, okay, so Rob, what is the film 31 about and what inspired it? Well, I don't want to go into too much detail about what it's about because I want to leave surprises, but what inspired it was the fact that I love Halloween, and I was just... I don't know, I was researching something on Halloween, Halloween the holiday, online, and I realized that more people disappear and go missing and are never found on the day of Halloween than any other day of the year. And I thought, that is a good premise for a film. That most people I know are, are terrified of clowns for some reason, or are at least made incredibly uncomfortable by clowns, as people can see from this interview. So I thought, you know, one and one will equal three on this. And that, that, is, that is how I came up with the idea for 30. Well, it seems like your metal fans and your horror fans are extremely loyal. So 
is this for them? Well, I mean, the, the horror and metal fans are extremely loyal, right? And, you know, insanely passionate about what they love because it's like a lifestyle for them. It's not just a fleeting interest that they have. I mean, so in, in a way, this is probably, out of all the projects I've done in a long time, this movie, I would say, has the most to do with when people come up to me and say, oh, I wish you'd do a movie like this or like that. And usually when what they're saying is they want it to be hardcore, they want it to be really violent, they want it to be really bloody and nasty. And, and I think this movie, more than any other film I've done, will make them happy. And um, I know this isn't PC, but the sicker the better, right? <laughs> the sicker the better, right? <laughs> the sicker the better, right? <laughs> okay, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Reject. Oh my God, my face is burning. <laughs> okay. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Halloween 1, 2, Super Visto, Lords of Salem. How is this movie going to be different from those or, or similar? Good question. I think probably it's different than all those films, but if I had to pick one of those films that I think it's most in the spirit of, it's The Devil's Rejects. Wow. Because, you know, Devil's Rejects is a very kind of dirty, gritty movie. And the way a lot of people would describe it back to me when they first saw it, I was like, oh, I came out of the theater feeling bad about myself. Like, I had to go take a shower. The movie's so dirty. And this film definitely is taking that vibe to a new level. Let me ask you, what can you tell the fans that they're going to get... Me... Showtime at the big top! <laughs> Ask you, what can you tell the fans that they're going to get out of being a participant in this one? Well, there's many things that they could get. I mean, everything from just being part of the movie experience. Oh, cool. So what does being involved as a fan mean? Well, being involved as a fan basically means that you have access to things that you would never normally have access to. Say, um, something as simple as getting an autographed script or coming down and visiting the set during shooting or perhaps attending the, the red carpet premiere with the cast and crew, or something even as, as cool as um, you know, being an extra in the movie and having a role. You know, things like that. You know, cool stuff like that. Sign me up. Henry Hall. Hush, hush, hush. Here comes the boogeyman.
Hush, hush, he'll think that you're asleep. If you make a lovely snore, away he'll softly creep. Sing this tune, you children one and all. Bogeyman will run away, he'll think it's Henry Hall. When the shadows of the evening creep across the sky, and your mommy comes upstairs to sing a lullaby, tell her that the bogeyman no longer frightens you. Uncle Henry's very kindly told you what to do. Hush, 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 here comes the bogeyman. Don't let him come too close to you, he'll catch you if he can. Just pretend your teddy bear's a dog. Then shout out, fetch him, Teddy, and he'll hop off like a frog. that you're a cat he'll think you may scratch and that will make him fall down flat just pretend he isn't really there you will find that bogeyman will finish in thin air here's one way to catch him without fail just keep a little salt with you So let's look at what's streaming horror-wise on Netflix right now. Uh, Detention, the 2011 uh, hit starring Dane Cook, Josh Hutchinson, and Spencer Locke is uh, is on there. And I know that doesn't sound that great. It sounds like a teeny bopper film. But let me tell you, it won uh, at South by Southwest back in 2011. And it it's great. I adore this movie. Uh, probably one of the best things that's come out in a long time. And... I can't really give you guys a description because it's so all over the place. Let me just say that there is... There's a time-traveling bear. That's all I'm going to say. Up next would be Night of the Creeps, starring Tom Atkins, Jason Lively, and Jill Whitlow, who is so adorable, lives in Tampa, super, super fun, cool chick um, that I got to know. But uh, yeah, Fred Deckard's uh, Night of the Creeps is a classic. Uh, and if you're a Tom Atkins fan, then it's a double classic. Uh, just open up a Miller and watch that movie. Next up, we had The Sacrament, the 2013 film. Uh, Eli Roth presented this, but it was directed by Ty West. I think Ty West has a thing right now with Netflix, because I think uh, House of the Devil, Sacrament, um, and then Your Next, all those, all his films. I don't think he did Your Next, but all his crew was in that film. Anyways, um, The Sacrament... It's a film kind of about the Jonestown uh, killings, but it's not about that. It's kind of their own little take on that, but um, check that one out. Pretty good. Uh, Maniac, the remake, um, came out in 2012, uh, but we just slowly started getting it over here. But yeah, it's a remake from the 70s film starring uh, Elijah Wood, and it's a pretty bold and uh, new take on that on the the horror series bringing that first person view back and they do it amazingly in this movie uh definitely gives you a creepy feel uh if you don't like seeing women get cut up stay away from maniac but uh if you're a horror fan check this one out uh the 1999 hit ravenous somehow i had not watched this movie till maybe about a month or two ago uh, due to Scream Factory sending me Scream Factory Scream Factory sending me a, a copy of it and uh, 
I gotta tell you, this was great. Uh, Guy Pierce, Robert Carlyle, Jeffrey Jones, David Arquette. Uh, these guys knock it out of the park, man. It's 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 a cannibal movie. <laughs> uh, I'm sure most of you guys have seen it. If not, it's on Netflix streaming right now. Definitely check that one out. Uh, and that's my five horror movies that you should check out on Netflix streaming. Uh, my other recommendation, if you have a lot of time on your hands, check out Never Sleep Again, The Elm Street Legacy. Uh, this is a documentary that was put out in 2009, and um, it's it's everything. Everything you could ever want out of the Elm Street, to know about the Elm Street legacy and what went into it, um, it's fantastic. And the best thing about this is that it's not like your normal documentary where everybody's just kind of like talking for the studio and just kind of like oh yeah everything was good at paramount and you know like oh we all loved uh we all love the new freddy krueger tv series like everybody shits on everybody you know that you hear about the drama in the back you hear about uh you know this director was fucking crazy i don't know how he put us into this thing and everybody wanted to leave off the set it's nuts but it's it's a great documentary i think it's about four hours long i'm not 100 sure 240 minutes so it's it's a it's a tad long but um it's definitely worth a watch if you're a nightmare on elm street fan definitely check this one out in the dark of the night something strange is going on is how do we get them back into the ground? Frank, we have a little problem. Four left, ten right. Because technically, you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains, right. Brains. is nervous. The police are confused. Send more cops. It worked in the movie! Well, it ain't working now, Frank. It's not a bad 
The Dave Matthews Band, Halloween.
I don't know if I want gummies in my chocolate cereal. There's something wrong about that. But it's Halloween, who cares? Um, so the other day I had the experience of a lifetime with my girlfriend Emily and uh, my old co-host Tim Anderson uh, at Halloween Horror Nights 24 at Universal Orlando. Uh, we got to go on a VIP tour where they took us uh, right to the front of the line in every house and uh, right front front row center of Bill and Ted. And uh, I figured I'd share with you guys uh, the experience. Uh, by breaking down each house in Scare Zone, what, what I thought about them. Um, I'll start off with uh, the original houses. Uh, the Roanoke uh, Cannibal Colony. Uh swear to god they were pumping the smell of burnt flesh inside this house because it was foggy and smelled like a like cow cooking i guess um but yeah just cannibals everywhere heads being lobbed off and uh it was a pretty cool house i really i dug the effects in this one um so that was pretty cool uh giggles and gore incorporated uh this one was okay uh, it was your standard clown house. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights tends to do one of these every other year. Um, and, you know, I like clowns. They don't frighten me at all. Uh, I've been going to the circus since I was a kid, so I never got that, that weird clown phobia. But I know it's out there. I know it's, there's people out there who are freaked out, so I'm sure that house speaks to them volumes. Uh, and I'm sure if I went through there, I would be... Oh my god, I couldn't imagine. Uh, but it, it's cool. It's uh, a bunch of clowns that turn hobos into other clowns on the street yeah kind of creepy uh the other house is dollhouse of the damned this house was very cool uh probably in my top three um yeah little bit doll parts make up like the molding structure of this house uh and you go through and there's just some of the most wicked bizarre um people things i've ever seen like grown men with little baby doll faces on and carriages and one guy pees on you and there's like this old lady that has a little doll face sewn to her face and she's talking it was creepy it was so freaking creepy it's definitely gonna haunt me uh for the next couple days uh the next house is uh dracula untold reign of blood this is based off the uh dracula untold film coming out uh next month or this month october and it uh it was good there was a lot of effects i didn't get to see dracula too much i feel like i was you, you do that thing where if you walk through a house it's kind of like a conga line and if you miss a certain cue or uh, an effect it, it's a, you have to wait like another five to ten seconds for it to start up again so sometimes you miss those good areas and i feel like going through that house i missed all those areas because i i saw in the back like bats form into a 
guy. And I was like, where, wait, I didn't get this, wait, what was that? And then I, I kept going, so. This is a good concept, I might have to go through it once or twice. Um, from Dust Till Dawn, uh, it, was, it was a very good attempt. Uh, it, the, the Titty Twister wasn't called the Titty Twister, because it's a theme park and they can't use titty, so it's just called the Twister. But it's called the Titty Twister in the show, which it's based off of. But see, I don't, I don't, I don't get that concept because it's an 18-year-old or older event, so it should be able to say "titty" in neon. And I don't get that whole thing. Um, but the acts inside are good. It looks a lot like the Titty Twister. Um, you're going through the catacombs behind the the Titty Twister bar, the female vampires, and uh, they're just sucking dudes' blood. And it's it's a good house. I definitely dug that one. Um, except for that little thing with the, the, the bar. Um, AVP, Alien vs. Predator. If you guys went to Halloween Horror Nights last year, you may have went to the, uh, an American Werewolf in London house. Or, uh, it's right now happening in California, uh, their Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, check that out. But they have this puppetry, uh, technology that they use in the house for the puppets. So the, the werewolves look like legit moving werewolves and not some guy in a costume and they use that same thing for the xenomorphs uh in this house um very creepy very cool how they 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 stick their heads out and look at you and come at you i feel that they were too a little a little too stuck in holes all the time i didn't really feel that the danger as i did as a werewolf was just sitting over uh in the corner just looking at you Whereas this one just felt like they're in a bunch of holes and vents, which is from the movie. They come out of vents and stuff, but I didn't really see too much arm work. Um, so that was—I mean, it was—it was a good house. It looks amazing. I was awestruck going through there. The predators looked intense. Um, they have all your uh, uh, marines in there, and it, it's a good time. It looks great. I want definitely want to go back and check them out. I would just hope that the xenomorphs were a little bit bigger. I think. Um, Next up is The Walking Dead, End of the Line. This is, uh, each year they've been doing Walking Dead for the past two years, and they've kind of followed the series. Uh, this house is Universal's uh, largest haunted house uh, to date, and it goes outside the sound stages and inside the sound stages. And you start off in the woods where you're trying to get to Terminus and finding Maggie. Um, there is, you go through the shop where the helicopter's hanging from the roofs, um, and a lot of walkers. There's even a, there's effect where all these walkers are coming at you, and that's pretty freaky. But uh, it's a really cool. A lot of cool effects in here. There's uh, mirrors that make you feel like there's more zombies than there are, but you can't even tell. It's just really cool uh, tricks of the trade that they do in this house. So uh, that's one definitely not to miss. Uh, last but not least, I would say the scariest house at Halloween Horror Nights 24 is indeed John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, and it's in a tent. Believe it or not, they have the facade of the Michael Myers house. Um, Kenny from uh, two shows ago, he told us about his house. It's the same house. Um, only cool thing is they project um, film while you wait onto the house. So it looks like you see young Michael Myers uh, killing Judith Myers through the window. Uh, and then the house ages as you wait. You see like mold get on it and get older, just kind of like in the movie. Very, very cool effect. I would love to see more mapping. Um, techniques done at Howling Horror Nights. Uh, but inside the house, I don't want to give too much away, but it's you go through the entire film. You see everything from when Michael's a little kid in the tiny Halloween costume, clown costume, to uh, 
him stalking Laurie Strode in the house to Linda and everybody getting killed inside. It's fantastic. I, I love this house. I definitely need to go back and check it out. Um, the streets were the Purge Anarchy, which were lit beautifully. I thought the, the streets looked amazing uh, for the Purge. And uh, the characters were just creepy as get out. Oh my god. Uh, they have them on the motorcycles whipping around, coming at you with machetes and chainsaws. That was very cool. Um, and then next off is uh, Face Off in the Flesh, where you get to see a lot of the uh, famous uh, makeup work from the last few years of Face Off uh, on the streets, uh, including their cronies. And so if there's like the Barnacle Pirate, he has a bunch of other like undead pirates around him or the undead scarecrow, and there's minions of scarecrows. So it's, it's pretty cool. I got to uh, talk with my friend Laura Tyler, who I used to work with, um, a few years ago and she ended up winning face off about a year or two ago and uh, it was cool to hang out with her a little bit and talk to her and see what she's been up to lately uh, at the uh, Horror Nights premiere uh, next is the Bayou of Blood uh, there are sacrificial uh, happenings going on inside this area nightly uh, if not hourly I think uh, where they, you're just on the bayou and there's some creepy voodoo women sacrificing uh, your everyday theme park goer. Uh, and I won't give any more away than that. Uh, and then last but not least is the Masquerade Unstitched. And I think this scare zone was beautiful from top to bottom. The, the dresses, the actors, uh, everything was very elegant ball. Kind of think of the crappy Van Helsing movie but the Halloween ball which looked really really decent. It's like that but like in the dark and at night with fog and they, they did it very, very well. Um, there's the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is a tribute to Rocky Horror. You're not going to sit through the entire film because it's a little long, but they edit a decent amount of it for you, uh, which is always fun to watch. They, Universal only hires top-tier actors and actresses, and they pull this thing off like you wouldn't believe. I loved it. But lighting cues and video cues, all professionally done. It was, it was really good. Uh, and then there's Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure, or this year there are stuck at the frat house from Neighbors and uh, I guess have to get back home and a lot of shitty pop icons show up and uh, hilarity ensues. So definitely check that one out. Uh, and then of course the rides are open all, all night long. But if you want to hit every house and every show, you might not even have time to hit a ride up. But it was a great time this year. We really enjoyed ourselves. Uh, it rained a little bit, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, you can't help that. That kind of stuff happens. But even in ponchos and raincoats and umbrellas, we still had a great time. Uh, we look forward to going back next year and seeing uh, what Universal has in store for us. Become a doer today and call now. Are you a girl? Is it Halloween? Now, why don't you come down to Girls' Costume Warehouse? We got every kind of girls' costume for Halloween. Sexy witch. Sexy devil. Sexy cat. It doesn't take much to make me purr. We got literally every girls' costume in the entire goddamn universe. Sexy pharmacist. Sexy construction worker. Sexy fireman. Sexy referee. Sexy nun. Sexy detective. Not all our costumes are sexy. Check these out. Sexy mustard. Sexy palace guard. Sexy Jesus. Sexy Wolverine. Sexy Abe Lincoln. Wouldn't you like to four score with me? Get up off your ass and get the fuck down here. 
I got shit over here. I'm trying to fucking sell. Sexy Pope. Sexy Lobster. Sexy Mental Patient. Sexy 1900 Steel Conglomerate Tycoon. Sexy Sexy. And Frog. Look at all these fucking costumes, right? What the hell are you waiting for? Get your ass down here. Come on. I got a big sale going on. And with that sexy, sexy commercial, that means we are all out of time, folks. Uh, I had a great time. I hope to see you guys next month. Hear you guys next month. Listen to you guys next month. Observe you guys next month. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I'll have another show for you guys in mid-October to get you guys fully prepared. It'll be jam-packed with Halloween stuff. Uh, like all these shows aren't um, but uh, just to let you guys know if you haven't and this is your first time listening uh, I am on Facebook at Everyday is Halloween Podcast Twitter uh, at Hallows Eve 365 um, and you can follow me on my blog that's horrorguy.blogspot.com uh, I am on Tumblr I'm just horrorguy on Tumblr I'm on all that stuff but uh, mainly go to the Facebook and Twitter if you want to follow this show. Uh, I update a lot about stuff going on and stuff that I can't really, you can't li- listen to, but you can view. So definitely check out the Facebook page, uh, Every Day is Halloween Podcast, and uh, the Twitter page at Halloween 365 But until then, I'm going to give you guys uh, me as a little hootie. This is Haunted House of Rock. I'll see you guys next month. Stay scary.
invitations for weeks and weeks. We invited in all kinds of creeps like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Adams family, and the Monster Five, the Invisible Man, Rickety B. We know he got inside the party free. One of these days they're gonna catch him red handed, not for sneaking and free, for being a booty advantage. The bartender was cute, but kinda hairy, and Dracula was killing those bloody Marys. He got drunk as a skunk, started trouble all night, but everybody knew his bark was bigger than his wife. It was the only place for you to be. The first 200 witches in the party were free, and all was well until the clock struck 12. Everybody jumped up and started raising hell. Yes, it do. Why? Because I don't want to run over you. 